Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-diet dietitian, trainer, and host Katie, and this is episode 289. Today, I'm answering a question that I often get by clients, by people in the community, by those of you on Instagram and our Facebook group about why am I always hungry? Today, we're going to explore some of the various reasons why people might feel like they're constantly hungry, but ultimately, I want to give you some practical solutions, action steps, takeaways, something that you can really continue this experiment with for yourself on your own non-diet journey. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. Before we can tackle, you know, answer the why, we have to really understand what we're asking, which is, you know, what is hunger? Let's understand it a little bit more. Hunger is actually defined in the dictionary as a noun in which it's a feeling of discomfort or weakness caused by lack of food coupled with the desire to eat. So it's really interesting when we think about those two different aspects of it, right? There's the physical aspect, there's maybe the mental, emotional ties to hunger. But it's important to recognize that there are two different sides when it comes to hunger. When it comes to the physiology or the biological side of hunger and fullness, it's important to recognize that you know there's hormones involved. It is your body telling you something. It is your body trying to communicate information to you about what it needs. So definitely recommend going back. Previously, we did an episode talking about the role of hunger hormones, specifically ghrelin. I think of the gremlin ghrelin, right? You have more ghrelin when you're hungry or feeling more of those sensations of what we would say hangry, whereas leptin is more of that satiety hormone. It makes you feel satiated. It makes you feel full. So it's really important to understand the hormonal connection there. So I'm not going to go too much into that in this episode because we already covered it. So definitely go back and listen to that if you're interested in learning more. What I do want to talk about is the difference between physical and emotional hunger. Many clients of mine find that they're easily able to identify when they are super to that point of fatigue, right? That feeling of hanger where it feels chaotic. It feels like their stomach's growling. Maybe they have, you know, a headache. Maybe they have, you know, they get lightheaded. It's hard to focus but they can't define kind of that gray area, that middle ground. And that's where that feeling of emotional hunger really gets confusing because they recognize that I'm having all these physical symptoms and there's this belief or the strong tie, the strong value connected to hunger and dieting that I can only eat if I'm feeling that physical discomfort. Any other time doesn't feel like an appropriate time to eat. It doesn't feel like I am allowed to eat. I shouldn't have permission to eat, right? There's often a lot of emotional ties attached to the physical feelings. So 
the emotional hunger, it can be driven by, you know, a means to cope with food, a means to deal with, you know, boredom or just any spectrum of uncomfortable feelings, uncomfortable emotions. But it could also be a way to celebrate, right? Food is so ingrained in what we do. When we grieve, there's often food involved. When we celebrate, right? A birthday, there's often cake or going out to eat. It's such a complex piece of our lives. And the more that we can embrace that and understand it, that's only going to lead to continued healing with our relationship with food versus trying to fight against it. Now, there definitely can be medical causes for which someone might be feeling that constant hunger. Number one we talked about earlier is the role hormones play. In real life, I'm totally on ant duty right now. So if you hear children screaming in the background, you know, we're, I'm just, what I'm trying to do here is get you ready for what's to come on Fit Friends Happy Hour when I have my own child with, with me 24-7. That's life. We're going to roll with it. So let's talk about some of those hormonal imbalances that can occur. We've talked about some of these disorders on the show specifically, including PCOS, thyroid disorders like hypothyroidism. Those are two diagnoses specifically that can definitely lead to constant hunger. Type 1, type 2 diabetes, those can affect hunger levels and how they're managed. Even gastrointestinal issues, right? The role of gut health plays a big impact in regulating hunger and the impact of conditions like irritable bowel syndrome, right? How quickly or how slowly the gut is able to digest food, that can absolutely have an impact on hunger levels. So if you are on your non-diet journey and you've met with a dietitian or even just through your own self, you know, investigation and experimentation, you've recognized, you know, you feel like you have a healthy relationship with food and yet, you know, I'm eating regularly balanced meals and snacks at irregular intervals. I really don't understand why I'm still hungry all the time. That may be a sign that it's time to do some further testing and, and figure it out and recognize that, you know, intuitive eating can work. It can be integrated with medical nutrition therapy where we would look at some of those different disorders and what's happening from a physiological standpoint. And again, putting that together with just your life and how you want to live and how you want to eat and how do you want to experience food, but recognizing that there could be more to the story if you are really feeling challenged when it comes to recognizing hunger and fullness and adjusting to that spectrum. Now, there's also lifestyle factors, right? That this is where I often think about when it comes to somebody feeling constantly hungry. This is kind of the first, you know, checklist of things that we'll explore one-on-one in nutrition counseling sessions. You know, number one, are you skipping meals, right? The impact of skipping meals on hunger levels can play a big role. If you go hours without eating at the beginning of the day and in the evening, it feels like you just cannot get satiated. Well, yeah, absolutely. If we skip meals, you're going to experience chaos in a sense in how you experience hunger, how you feel it. You know, it, it might not feel predictable. And ultimately, like I said, I love using that word, that chaotic feeling when it comes to, to eating and nourishing yourself. There's also sleep. We've talked on the show before as well about how a lack of sleep can impact hunger levels. It can, you know, really impact those hunger hormones. We talked about ghrelin and leptin. So, you know, if someone's feeling constantly hungry, I will definitely ask, you know, how are you sleeping? Not even just hours of sleep, but also the quality of sleep. Are you having any issues falling asleep, staying asleep? There's a big difference between 
laying in bed for eight hours versus actually sleeping for eight hours. Hydration, right? It's important to stay regularly hydrated in relation to hunger. You know, the importance of drinking enough water helps our bowel movements move regularly. That can also impact those feelings of of hunger and fullness. And also physical activity, right? A sedentary behavior or even an active, active lifestyle that can make a difference. You may even find on days where you've just been a lot more active that you've, you've probably recognized a change in how you experience those feelings of hunger. And last area we want to look at is different dietary factors. Consuming too much or too little carbohydrates can change how you feel around hunger, but also consuming really low protein, low fat diets. You know, protein is really important in satiety as well as fat. And so when we're not getting enough of those, you may definitely experience constant hunger because the body and the brain's preferred source of fuel is carbohydrates. It's really important that we have a balance of all three, but definitely if we're eating macronutrients out of proportion, it can make you feel hungrier faster or slower depending on you know what it is that you're experiencing. Also timing, nutrient timing. If you're eating too quickly, you know, you may find that you're still hungry because you're not actually taking the time to enjoy your food, to experience the food. And so there may be some sort of disconnect from that feeling of mental fullness with physical fullness. There's definitely a connection there. Hopefully now you have a little bit better understanding of just hunger in general, some of the medical conditions that can cause constant hunger, some of the lifestyle areas to look at, you know, the different macronutrient distribution things to look at. And now I want you to think about for yourself, you know, if you are listening and you're, you know, hearing these things and not quite sure to really where to start, I highly recommend keeping a, what we call a food and mood journal. Now I'm not talking about my fitness pal, especially here on the show. We try to move away from the numbers, right? I want you to stop quantifying and I want you to start living your life. So with my clients, we use a tool called Practice Better that allows them to keep a food and mood journal without having to look at the numbers. And so we explore different things really just to identify what is your typical eating pattern? What is the frequency? What is, you know, the quantity? What is the quality? How do you feel mentally, physically? What things are you experiencing? Really just think of it as a way to collect data. And you can do this on the notes pad, on your phone. You can do it good old pen to paper. It doesn't have to be complicated. Next, if you aren't already, aim to eat regularly scheduled meals. Again, we're talking structure with flexibility. If it helps, maybe you set an alarm on your phone to remind you to eat three meals a day. If you have a really busy job or maybe you're a mom or a new parent and life just feels crazy, make it a priority to get those meals in if you find yourself skipping. Maybe you need to incorporate more protein, more fiber into your diet, right? We talked a little bit about how protein, it's kind of like the period at the end of a sentence. It makes you feel full. So after you've kept that food journal, is there an area where you might be lacking? Third step to focus on is practicing mindfulness while eating. Mindfulness can, believe it or not, actually help us, I hate to use the word control hunger levels, but it can help you feel more in tune with what your body's telling you by just slowing down and being present at mealtime. And lastly, talk to a healthcare professional, talk to a registered dietitian, preferably, as you know, a non-diet dietitian like myself who can help explore this with you. Remember, 
You don't have to do this alone. In fact, I invite you to join our community. We'll put the link in the show notes where we can continue this conversation. And our team is available right now. We are currently accepting applications for our one-on-one nutrition coaching program. Just go to katiehake.com forward slash schedule, and we'll just schedule a quick chat, see if it's a good fit, answer any questions that you have to get you started on your non-diet journey. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.